Welcome to the Everton Aren't We podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Lee and Shane. Uh, we're just going to do a little reaction to our 2-2 draw with Nottingham Forest today. Um, it was a game which, you know, the stats don't tell the full story because if, if you look at the stats and you didn't watch the game, you're saying to yourself, OK, well, do you know what? A point away from home is not bad. We scored two goals. But at the same time, if you did watch the game, or even better, if you went to the game, you'd have looked at it and thought, we were in the lead twice, um, and we still couldn't hang on to it. You know, we had a penalty given to us, which was the, our first penalty in about two or three years, um, and we still couldn't see the game out. So, um, just very, very frustrating. Shane, I'll start with you, mate. We've seen, uh, obviously, Godfrey come in for Michalenko. Um, do you want to talk to me about Ben Godfrey's performance today? Um, I, I, we we've been crying out for him to be coming in at left back for a while. Uh, I think you can see that he's not a left back Premier League level anyway. Um, so that's another conundrum that we're left with because obviously Vanagre doesn't look like he's getting any game time, which is confusing to me. Why yeah. when we thought he was going to get recalled, uh, we had Harry on the podcast and uh, a while ago in January, and he said. It was looking like Sporting weren't happy with his game time. He was getting the call, but again, he's not getting picked. Um, uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's just it's a weird, you know, frustrating situation because we're looking at it saying, you know, Godfrey needs to come back in because Michalenko was being crap. But then that first half from Godfrey was one of the worst I've ever seen him play in, in his entire time at Everton. He was just. Awful, like, and all he was doing was literally running around, slamming into people. You know what I mean? Just he was always like, you know, several yards too late. He'd get there and then just smash them. It was just, it was a really poor performance from him. Um, Lee, what what did you make of a uh, Godfrey there in the back? Yeah, I don't think it was his best game, but in the context of it, it's also. Isn't that the first start he's made for a long, long time? Yeah. So, you know, you've got to look at it at, at that side as well. I mean, he's been out for a long time. Mm. Um, so he's probably not. Well, he's definitely not Premier League match fit. He might have played for the under-21s and regained fitness, but he's not Premier League sharp. Yeah. And I think it shows coming up against a very a very good young winger in Brennan Johnson. Um. But I thought in spells he did well. I thought he covered, like, there were certain aspects of the game where he'd done well enough, like his positional play. There was a ball that came over and a few balls that came across from him in the second half mm. and he was there in the right place. But then for their equaliser, the first one, yeah. he was miles out of position. So it's something, obviously, he's got to work on. But I, I would... I'd like to say it was just down to a bit of um, lack of match practice, shall we say, mm. that he hasn't been playing a lot. Yeah. But... It's a it's a funny situation, like we're always saying, you know, and, and Rev has said it multiple times on the pod, you know, our best player is the one sitting on the bench. Um, and we'll, we'll get to that with Tom Davis and Mopai later on and the substitutes and stuff, but... Just a very frustrating day all round. Um, obviously, we saw Damari Gray come in for his. I think that might be his first start uh, on the Deitch. I'm not sure, but he, he started up top on his own. Um, 
Shane, I, I, I don't know. I thought Demani Gray was okay, and you know he was the only one who could kind of get us up the pitch with his pace. Um, and then obviously the others would follow suit. You know, a couple of minutes later with the pace that they've got, or lack of pace. Um, but I thought he'd done all right. He did have a, you know, he scored the penalty, and it was a nice penalty. I even, you know, seen Graham Sooner saying it was a crap penalty, but. If it goes in the back of the net, how can it be a crap penalty? Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter but, at all. Yeah, before before the game, I, I, I think I said to you as well, like, I, I don't think it would work with the flat five in midfield with just him up top on his own, the way it yeah. doesn't with Mopai, uh, even though uh, obviously he's got the, the pace element over Mopai. Um, but he seems to be... He he puts him. He's putting himself about and and with him with his pressure and stuff like that. Like he, he, he at times he seems to be one of the only ones who are asked. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously just little things like when he's celebrating, he's touching and kissing the badge and whatever. So yeah. Um, and I'd say he's probably one of the players who are worth giving the contract, considering the uh, you know, the price we paid for him, and if we were. You know, if we were to sell him or we were to keep him, I think it's been a bargain. I mean, the numbers yeah. aren't outstanding, but it's mm. it's there on paper. He's our most effective player going forward. So yeah, he is. Um, yeah, I I like seeing him on the on the left, and he was pushed out sometimes to the right, or you know, changing with Gordon being there, and now Gordon's gone. But then McNeil's having he, he's playing well, um, to to the standards he was before, and um. Mm. But yeah, like you said, I don't think he had. It was that. It wasn't a like a bad performance from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you mentioned McNeil there as well. I I thought again he was quite good. Um, and he's the one who won us the penalty in the first half. He he had uh, he, the ball was kind of pinballing around the box for a minute, and then McNeil runs onto it. He shows some nice quick feet to shift the ball from from right to left, and Shelby just catches his, his other leg and. It's a clear pen for me. How do you feel like clear pen? I can't believe what you're saying. Everton won a penalty. <laughs> I know. How long has it been? Like two years? In a while, Something mate. like that. It's mm. absolutely... I actually put in our chat, didn't I? I love John Brooks. <laughs> I think I changed my mind by the 60th minute. Like, But <laughs> yeah, no. I, I thought McNeil again, probably our best, best player on the pitch. Yeah. Um, the fit... Thought the first 20 minutes, they were all like in the same positions. And then I don't know whether there was an instruction got put onto the pitch. And then you've seen them all, all popping up in different parts of the pitch. Like Gray was out wide and then McNeil was out on the right instead of the left. Yeah. And Gray was on the left and then he was on the right. So it, there was a bit of fluidity there without actually being like clinical or anything, majorly yeah. clinical, but... Mm. No, I thought both of them, both of them played very well. So some positives from it because obviously when you lose the lead twice, it's going to be a lot of negativity Yeah, because you can't hold on to the lead. But when you look at the last few games where we haven't scored a goal and we haven't even looked like scoring, mm. whereas today there was a lot more fluidity in the front three. So that's a positive to take forward for Brentford at the weekend, hopefully. Yeah, Lee, I'm, I'm glad you're on the pod tonight, me with the positivity, because I'm I'm like on the floor again, you know. And I get what you're saying; like there there is some positives to be to be said there, but 
I, I just can't get over the fact that, you know, it's a dice team and this is exactly the way dice wanted us to play. We, we, you know, the play was very stop start and I, I'm sure he either loved that, like, you know, cause that suited us more than it did them. Um, you know, and, and we were, we had the penalty and we got a, a, a second goal from a long free kick into the box, um, with a couple of headers and Decore finished it. But that that's exactly like Dice's game plan, and we still couldn't see the game out. You know what I mean? We've had two two leads there, and and blew them both. Like, well, what I will say to that is, it's a Dice setup, but it's not a Dice team. It's not his team. Yeah, that's a good well, point. To be fair, I, I do get your point. Like normally, you'd see how many times you see Burnley a year in rolling back the years, yeah. win one nil, get like an early goal or just before half time and. Like holdouts for the rest of the game. Yeah. But we all know the frailties of this team, of this defense. Mm. And it's been like that for the last three or four years. You know, yeah. you've got a multi European Cup winning manager, couldn't even solve that problem. Mm. So, yeah. well, it's I just hope that is it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the big conundrum because, as I say, today we look like we could finish. Mm. We looked good on the ball in periods, but it's them silly individual mistakes. And then, as Dice likes to say, getting caught in transition, which is basically you're just getting robbed of the ball. Yeah. Just someone nicking the ball off you and you're caught upfield. Mm. Well, it is yeah. what it is. Hopefully, as I say, hopefully there's enough there for next week and the players don't feel too down about it. Yeah. Hopefully, mate. Um, I feel like we had we had them on the ropes in the first half. Um, I think we had nine touches inside their penalty area within twelve minutes, and you know we we seemed to take our foot off the gas a little bit um, when we had them flapping like, and then obviously they got the goal to get back into the game, and and it changed. But um, Shane, how do you feel? Are you disappointed that you know we 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 didn't do better in terms of seeing the game out and just being a bit more clever because we seem to be very sloppy like. Yeah. Um... My main concern and worry, and I mean, it's probably, but it's been there for years now with this crop of players who have been there for that long is they've got no backbone. There's just no, like, mentality about them. I think, like, the, the only thing you're seeing in these games that, that comes across is, like, they, they've got a bit about them is, like, these things that we keep getting fans over, which we'll probably <laughs> get another one after today as yeah, well. Probably. Um. <laughs> the the one against Leeds got confirmed. I think it was today or yesterday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and it's the disappointing thing as well is is obviously you know with dice coming in, it's like you're expecting the the first part of like the the game plan sort of thing is that you're expecting the defensive frailties to be sorted and to be solidified sort of thing. And like Lee said, it's even though it it's it, it's dice, it's not his like his team, it's his players. But yeah. then he's he's picking the players, and it's like you've got Michael Keane at the back. He's come back in for two games, and he's in the part of a defence that's conceded six goals. Yeah, uh, and I'm not saying he's at fault for all six of them because uh, obviously he's not. But um, yeah, that, you could probably he, say he's he's at fault for like ninety percent of the last you know all our goals in the last seven years, however long he's been here. Just yeah. it's just and, and it's always like it's, it's like a, it's like our level of like a, the Maguire joke like when he starts and stuff <laughs> it's like we, we joke about or, or the fans do there's an own goal in him or yeah. do you know what I mean and stuff like that but it's um, you know we're all crying out for Yerry Mina mm. 
I don't know why he's not starting, whether he's not match fit, but there's not been anything said about him being injured the way Calvert Lewin is and no, uh, no Garner problem whatsoever. It's weird. Patterson. So yeah, but but like yeah, like I say, the me the main concern and, and as well with these games coming in, you know, thick and fast apart from this international break, it's just that these I mean they never have anyway. It's just the you just you just screaming at them because it's just like half the time it looks like they're just not asked and it's like the, there's no like you, you just if you could have eleven Coleman's out there yeah or, or Pickford's as well I mean he he has a go and stuff like that but mm. um, yeah, I, I I, mean. like I I said as well before the game like I, I don't think apart from probably Pickford and Coleman's the only ones that can. He, like be proud of wearing that shirt really in terms of like what they've done yeah. for us that are in that eleven for me anyway. I think Tarkovsky was off it today as well. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um the position then, their goal was just shocking with Tarkovsky and Keane to be fair. It's been the, it was the same against the, in the last couple of games, I think Arsenal. Tarkovsky mm. played one of them on as well as as well as Michelenko did. So Yeah. It's you know, Arsenal was worrying the amount of goals we conceded, mm. especially with the defence, like I say, that being the area we needed to address and with dice we thought it was gonna be, but then we're not we're not holding on to leads and it's uh, like like say twice in one game and it's it's uh, it's we concede off a mistake. Yep. It's not like we, it's not like we're getting away with it. It's like a mistake's made and the, the ball's in the back of the net. So yep. I mean the the second one was uh I don't know, they just looked like a bunch of statues to be honest, and then obviously yeah. it's the complete of the side to Pickford, so we can't do nothing about it. He yep. launches the ball into the back of the net as well, he just swings around and volleys into the back of the net. He's that frustrated. Yeah. And I would be as well with that four in front of me as well. Yeah, because, you know, as you say, like, they just fold. I mean, when Decore loses the ball for their second goal, you know, he's he's on the halfway line there. And even, even this is a problem because even our players, when they play really, really well, I thought Decore was brilliant up until that point. Um, same with Michael Keane. He had a solid game. There was there was nothing he didn't get his head to, you know. But, but even when they play well, they still, you know, produce stupid mistakes that result in a goal nearly every single time. Like when DeCorey loses the ball on the halfway line, there's still several things that they have to do in order to get the ball in the net. They've still got 40 yards to make up. They've still got, you know, Tarkowski and Keane to get past, but it still ends up in the back of the net. It's like, why does every mistake just end up in a goal for them? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter where yeah. it is on the pitch. It's stupid. It's just like he said with the transition, it just and like watching it as well, it just feels like it's going, you know, in minus speed sort of thing, like slow motion that we're trying to catch up to the ball then because like you say, you've got the core and gate trying to track back. Oh no, yeah. it's not the quickest and then at centre half you've got Michael Keane and Tarkovsky up there so high up. Yeah. Which is then obviously the benefit of having Godfrey, but yeah, it's, it's for me, I think it's like it, this is now screaming out for any uh, looking at it and the players you've got is like a back five with mm. the Wobie behind two strikers. I've seen it been put up on Twitter and I, I, the, the look of it, it makes sense to me with the players that we've got. I can't see Dice doing it. I, I mm. don't know whether he's ever played the back five or back three, but yeah, um, 
centre half wise, I don't think there's apart from the beginning of the season with Cody and Tarkovsky, I don't think we've got reliable enough centre halves. No. And then there's not enough creativity in behind that lone striker with the flat five behind them. Um yeah. or whether it goes to that formation that we mentioned, the four, two, three, one, where you've got two older midfielders, but I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just worrying that like you say I personally I can't see where we pick up any points up until Palace. Yeah. Unfortunately, and, I and feel that, the that, same. That's if they run a four because I think they've lost their last five games. Yeah. Or they, they might have had a draw in there, but that's if that carries on. But Zaha is due to come back as well. And I know it's, it's a long way away because we've got a two week or near enough uh, international break. But I, yeah. looking at them games, I mean, the bigger games at this point usually suit us, especially mm. with the, you know, with the fact that we've picked up the points we picked up against City Arsenal. Um, yeah. So. That's what you're clinging on to in it, but but even now, we're like we're just hoping more than anything. Do you know what I mean? We're hoping that we can turn up against the big side and just get a fluky win because we don't seem to be earning wins off our own bat like the way we're playing. Um, but I mean, just before, like just after the the two goals went in, um, we we seen Coleman driving into the box and uh, he seems he wants to play the ball back and then he gets his feet clipped by Jack Colback. Um. For me, that that's a, another clear penalty, Lee. I, I don't know how you feel. Is that a pen for you? It is, but as as I said, I'm surprised we got one. So there's been no chance we're getting two in the same no. game. But that shouldn't do be the thing. I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Like the oh. fact that we're saying it, you know, we we're not going to get two given against us or two, for us. It, it's just shocking. Like if it's a pen, it's a pen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's annoying. I, I, yeah, I, I do think it was a pen. I, I think it's one of them, though, with the VAR rules because they didn't give it. I don't think it was clear and obvious. Mm. It's um, so if it was given, I don't think it would have been overturned and taken away from us. It was just yeah. one of them. It was down to the referee, and obviously the referee didn't give it. So, yeah, but it's just frustrating because I mean, you're getting in them positions, and there was a few times we got to the byline, and obviously Coleman's on the verge of pulling that back. Now, I'm not yeah. saying it would have ended up in a goal, but, mm. you know, you're stopping, you're stopping someone from the, with the chance of putting yeah. it back into the box. Absolutely, so, yeah. For me, I mean, it should have been a penalty. But. Yeah. I think it was, mate, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. But even if it's not a penalty, surely it's a, it's a corner because I don't think Coleman even touches it. You know what I mean? Colback <laughs> just swings at it. So, yeah. just stupidly. Um, and then we had a, we had a chance with Damari Gray. Um and this was really weird because we, we had a nice, really nice fast counter attack um, off their free kick by our box. So we burst up the, up the field and then the Corey finds himself out wide and, and he's, he turns into Ronaldinho for a minute. He drops the shoulder, skins the fullback and puts a nice cross in. And Damari Gray has like the tamest, most pathetic shot you've ever seen in your life, just straight at the defenders. Like you've got to control it and then take a shot, you know what I mean? Or do better in that situation but it, it was like roles reversed with the the Corey and gray there which is really strange um shane you, you'd have thought if that goes in i think it might have been 3-1 at that point you'd, you'd, have, you'd have fancied us to, to wrap it up then like wouldn't you you'd have fancied us to <laughs> well happened. i mean off logic any, any mean, other yeah. team would yeah any other team but everton yeah you two up down and then it's sort of, maybe something else changes because like uh 
you know, Dice doesn't make substitutions until I think it was like the 85th minute, minute or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, maybe that would have sent a message across that, yeah, now's the time to to shore it up sort of thing and maybe bring one of the, of the centre-halves on or something like that. But yeah. you'd have fancied it being two goals up, even though it is us sort of thing. But... Mm. Yeah, it's just it's like you say, it's just difficult now when you're watching Everton to just you know, if at first believe we're gonna score yeah. and then we get the goals like we've discussed, which is probably now we're gonna be hanging on us scoring from set pieces or yeah. um sort of stuff like that. Uh, and then we do that and then it's like then you've got to believe that we're gonna hold this lead and then it's like are they capable of doing it? So it's like it's like you say, it's like it's just hoping now. And it's like yeah. at, at each at each different stage of it. Mm. Um and it just feels like everything now is just like it's like a landslide and just every single little thing with yeah. the board and stuff like that. It's just mm. pushing and pushing down now and it, it it's all coming to bite us back on the ass sort of thing. And yeah. Um yeah, it's it's annoying like it's it worrying. Is. Yeah. Um I don't know how uh, Gibbs White doesn't get a second yellow by the way. Tarkowski goes flying in on Lodi on the left hand side there. He, he barely touches him, like he, he just slides right past him and then you know, Lodi's running around, rolling around on the floor and Tarkowski gets a yellow, but then Gibbs White, you know, thirty seconds later goes in, he's already on a yellow card, goes in on Onana, studs up, clearly catches him. I just don't know how that's a second like not a second yellow. It's he should have been off like. It's just look at the colour of his shirt. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like we're saying not on every single podcast, and it's getting you know it's getting silly at this point. Like just any other team, and he'd, he'd have just gone at that point because you know it's a clear, clear second yellow. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. It was like the uh, the the one with I think it was Dennis on Davis, was it? Didn't yeah, it? yeah. And he he full on like. Puts his arm and his hand around his neck, and then it's yeah. just, and then Davis gets the yellow card for the the holding of the shirt. Yeah. Why do like, well, both get yellows? Yeah. I mean, he's pulling his shirt. He's pulling his neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, Casemiro got sent off. I mean, he had two hands around the lad's neck, but you know, if they if they're making that game in that sort of way, then it's you know, mm. it, it's they say it's consistency with that stuff, and it doesn't. Um, pe- people might say that Everton fans have a conspiracy or whatever. Um, you know, as well, like we we were discussing the offside against the Arsenal, but it's yeah. maybe it's not a conspiracy, but there's just not consistency. So it's you know, yeah. it's not hard to see. Yeah, it's it, if if the referees are genuinely that bad, then you know we we all need to just pack it up because that's just that's that's a joke. You know, if the, the Coleman penalty there. Could have changed the game if we'd have got that, and then obviously Gibbs White getting sent off because that was you know in the second half. There's still plenty of time left after that, so who knows what would have happened? Like and you know two clear obvious decisions that just didn't go our way. Um, so they all need retraining, all the refs or sacking or whatever because it's a joke. Um, but I mean the formation like Onana for me, as, as you said before, Shane, and obviously we talked on the last podcast like. The flat three in midfield with Onana, Gay and Decore just doesn't work. I mean, I know Decore and Gay had better games today, um, but Onana was invisible like the whole match. Yeah, it, I mean, you could have 
took it for that he wasn't playing. It was like he was sort of he was missing for the whole time, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it is just like you say, having that flat three. With you know, you'd say that Onana's gonna gonna be or is better than Decore, but the sort of the same older player of what Decore used to play, like that ball yeah. winning midfield, the sort of thing. So yeah, got two of them in there with what is a player who for us was like a six, and then he went to PSG and turned into a centre mid, which was a ball winning with ball winning midfield, and then yeah. Like you say on them transitions, it's like you got the whole like the whole lot just caught out on the back foot sort of thing. So yeah, I've seen see like I mean, you know, I I was fuming after the game. I've calmed down now and sort of thing. I still think it was we've lost. (laughs) I still think we've lost points. I can't take it for being, even though I think we were the the only away team this weekend to to get points from the game uh, yeah. out of all the games and it's our um, second time we've scored away from home or something like that it was but yeah, um, it's it's just frustrating like you say it um, but I, I was going to say sorry is that I, I've seen going on to Twitter afterwards when it sort of simmered down that people said about Dice's game plan sort of thing and yeah. maybe maybe he is to blame for that because mm. uh, like you say that fire has been consistent now for probably what is it like five, he's, six he's games played every since game, he's yeah. been in yeah and we're not apart from that Arsenal game it's like it just it doesn't seem to be working so mm. it needs needs to be I mean, he's he's the manager, not me. I'm just yeah. talking about it like we all are, but it it feels like there's need to be more structure in the middle there. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, the you know it's, when Onana like and other players who are just not having a good game. He, I don't know why he just you know he's not making any changes, and and obviously people can say why aren't you making changes? And the reason is because we've only got Mopai and Tom Davis to come on, so obviously the subs bench is shit. But at the same time, even if they are crap, it's a different kind of crap. Do you know what I mean? It freshens the game up in a different way. Do you know what I mean? You've got to make the change anyway. Yeah, it's, well, you can't you can't polish a turd, can you? <laughs> no, but I think hopefully next week that bench will look a lot stronger because you hopefully have, by the sounds of what I said before the game, is that Garner and Patterson will probably be involved. Yeah, they're just a little bit short. So straight away there, you've got a midfielder you can bring on and you've got a defender that you can bring on. Yeah. And obviously, they are, well, Patterson, we've seen a lot of Patterson. Well, we haven't seen loads, but we haven't seen hardly anything of Ghana yet. So yeah, I'm yeah. guessing Dice will want to see what he can do. Mm. And I think Brentford being at home against not one of the better, not one of the elite teams in the league it could be an ideal chance. Maybe yeah. give Onana a rest because mm. I, I actually think he's waiting for these. Because I'm sure in a week or two, these um 10 yellow cards become null and void, yeah, because he just hasn't looked, he hasn't looked the same. I mean, mm. against Villa, he was non existent, against Arsenal, he was pretty much non existent, yeah. And I mean, he still is a young lad, I still don't think he started 50 games in his career, yeah. Which is shocking for the money that he's gone for, but that's the way the wealth where the football is right now, isn't it? Yeah, money getting thrown around and stuff. But mm. and then hopefully, obviously, 
fingers crossed that DCL can be at least on the bench and start getting his fitness back up. So if Hopefully. you've got them three back on the bench, you're looking at that bench then and you're thinking that there's people there that can come on and either just freshen things up, like a Patterson at right back if Coleman's, you know, feeling it now at his age, mm. or you've got a DCL on the bench who we know if you if McNeil's putting them balls that he has been in the last few games, yeah, even a eighty percent fit Calvert Lewin should be having a field day on them balls. You would think so, you would like to think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of them against Arsenal and um even against Villa. I mean I was I was sitting in the park end of Villa. Yeah. And some of them like I think it was the save that Martinez made from Onana. Mm. And I'm just thinking Calvert Lewin would have buried that because he'd have put it out of the side of the goalkeeper. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it was a great save because it was the reactions, yeah. but it was right at him. Yeah. I think Calvert Lewin would have Put that either side of them, and it was would have been one nil. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah. Um, the reason he was he, he wasn't involved because he's been suffering from a hamstring injury, apparently, Calvert Lewin. So, um, I, I do you think that's uh, the club though, because of all of what? Like, I've seen a lot. I I haven't been on Twitter today after the match, to be fair, but all week I've been seeing people like he's not even injured. They're not even saying like what his injury is. Yeah. But now all of a sudden he's been struggling with a hamstring injury. And I'm just thinking, is that the club's way of saying, you know, he is actually injured, but really he's not. They're just like obviously keeping yeah. him back on wolf for a bit longer. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we, we all we can do is just speculate, isn't it? And all, all we want to do is just see, you know, our best players on the field. You know, we want to see our best team out and we're being deprived of them and starved of it for, for whatever reason. So, you know, for whatever, if he is genuinely injured, you know, you can't, you can't blame the lad. You can't tell him to rush back and, and, you know, he's, he's got to have a life after football. This is what people seem to forget. Do you know what I mean? His life is not, you know, right now, although he has to play for us, he, he's not, he still has to be able to walk with some comfort after he's finished. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't want to have operations every 10 years. So, you know, I can understand like him not, you know, if he's if he's feeling, you know, a little bit iffy, like, you know, and he's saying to the club, listen, I'm going to make this worse again here if I go in today, then fair enough. I can understand that. But, you know, at the same time, it's just frustrating. But it, it all just comes back down to the board, doesn't it? We shouldn't even be talking about this right now. You know what I mean? It's, it's a shocking situation to be in. Um, Shane, I just want to talk about Dice, mate, because after the game, he said there, and, and this proper pissed me off, this, after the game, he said, if we'd have won that game, everyone would be saying what a strong away performance that was. Well, we we didn't we didn't win the game. What the fuck are you want about? You know what I mean? We did not win the game. We dropped two points twice, failing to hang on to the lead. And he's saying what a good performance it was. And then he says we ran there more than we did against Arsenal. But I don't I don't care. It's not it's not about running. Do you know what I mean? It's not about like running. He's talking shit, and I'm already sick of it. Like I don't know how you feel, but. I I feel like every time I listen to him, it's sort of like between the like he he's like sitting on the fence with everything he says, like in yeah. the in the uh, the pre-match stuff. But I mean, you you can add those comments to any result that you have. You, I mean, yeah. you know, ten I could turn around tonight after losing seven nil and say, oh well, <laughs> if we, if we'd have scored eight goals and won eight seven, then it'd have looked like a good away win. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's a proper Michael Owen comment. <laughs> yeah, like, it is. 
and and yeah. the running one is like okay, you you've ran more against Forest and Arsenal, but we lost four 0 so we were running around <laughs> after the ball in that game anyway. Yeah. So I understand what you mean. Like the the comments are frustrating, and it's uh, a a scene as well, which um. He he was saying I think he he commented on the refs or something, but over uh, Coleman like the like you said you mentioned before about the it should have been a penalty he said yeah um so yeah I don't I don't we said when he come in about his press conferences and stuff that we thought he'd, he'd sit on the fence because like I think it was Graham said like you can't just come in and just start like putting the board on blast and all these players because he's got to work with them. But then he's yeah, he's sort of trying to uh, don't know the way like sympathise. I don't know with the board sort of thing with the mm. fact that I think he was asked before the game as well about um the not getting a striker and do you think that's gonna come back and bite you on like basically bite you on the arse and he's like it's gone now it's happened and yeah. like. Yeah, but it's still going to affect. Yeah, yeah, and then and then he then he goes on to say, you know, uh, he he has done like three or four times saying about how oh, we've got to work with the squad we've got and unlock the potential in these players, and it's like mm. nobody like like Lee was saying before, Ancelotti didn't. I mean, yeah. he had a few of them playing better than mm. they were, like Davis and stuff like that, but um. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, it's gonna be after that results as well. But and, mm. and like say with like poor Michael Owen comments like that. But um, yeah, it's it's just yeah. Sorry, mate. Just saying like that that those comments there exactly why he got the job instead of someone like Bielsa. Do you know what I mean? Because that mentality is just not good enough for me. Like I don't care if we run more or if you think it's a good away performance. If we'd have won the game, or it's just bollocks. Like. It's just speculative shit. I mean, I'm I'm just sick of it. Like he's, and then going back to Michael Owen, he said that was a soft penalty on McNeil as well, the big fucking Yorkshire pudding. So, won't even talk about him. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think Bielsa's translator would have been going off as it <laughs> if it was uh, after these results. To be honest, so pretty much, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I still support him. I'm not saying it's his fault, I think it's contributed to it. Like, I yeah, think one of the main problems I had with Lampard was the lack of like game management in terms of substitutions, leaving it too late, or yeah, whatever it was. And like you say, even even though the players on the bench are shit, it's like you they're there, you just gotta utilize them. Yeah, I mean, the players on uh, most of the players on the pitch are shit, but we're having to use them, so it's just fresh legs, if anything. Exactly, mate. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna put Davis on blast because he's not, I don't think he's good enough, but I'm not gonna give him like, like, give him shit like yeah. I probably have with like Michelenko and stuff. It's not, mm. he's not getting regular game time, he's coming on for five, ten minutes, and even though we joke about the fact that, you know, he probably is every time he comes on, he gets a chance in the last minute and scuffs yeah. it or whatever, but <laughs> it's not the lad's fault. And, yeah. I mean, there's been stuff as well that I've seen that he, he he's talking about not renewing his, I mean, I think his, con- his contract's finished and he wants more game time or whatever, so he could yeah. probably leave as well, so. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I say, Sims, I thought my, I thought rather than Mopai. Yeah, it's a but, weird one. Yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, I'd I'd like to have seen Sims there because 
you know, at the end of the game there, it might have just brought a different dimension, like where we could have just threw the kitchen sink at it just to try and throw crosses in from all over the place. And it'd would, you, would you would you would you have rather him even even though we've lost the lead twice, like secure up that one point and obviously we needed it, or would you rather have like seen like Sims got brought on for one of the mid like Onana? And then he goes to a four four two, and then just starts to spam the crosses in for the win. Yeah, you know, just just spam the circle button on FIFA and just get them balls <laughs> into the box. Like I don't Do like to what? see a four four two, but go ahead, Lee. It's not even about like going for it. I mean, obviously you still want to go for it, but being solid at the back. I thought the midfield was running out of legs, yeah. and if you've got the fella there who's six foot five, hmm. yes, he's inexperienced in this league, but you can throw it up to him and you can hold the ball up. Yeah. Allowing the midfielders more time to get round them. Whereas Damari Gray doesn't hold the ball up. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't stick to him, the midfielder basically chasing the ball again. Yeah. So I'd have liked to see him for that point, from mm-hmm. that point of view, is just to be able to hold the ball up for a few extra seconds. Yeah. Because you can tell the last 15, 20 minutes, our midfield, especially just a gay, mm-hmm. probably more to do with his age than anything. Yeah, he do it just didn't look like he had the legs anymore. Yeah. So well, maybe that's I think what Onana needs, like just a specific role, you know, where you can just say to him, listen, your job today is man mark this fella out of the game, or your job today is be, you know, the second striker in you know, behind Damari Gray and win headers and flick downs and, and that's your only job for the match. Do you know what I mean? Because at the moment he's like trying to do a bit of everything and it's not working. He's he's just invisible, like so I think you just need to tell him, Look, there's your job for today and get on with it. You know what I mean? I don't know, but in terms of the games we've got left, then so obviously I feel like that's two points dropped. Um, and uh, you know people keep saying, well, we've still got these games left, but these games left, you know, are only good if you're capable of winning the games that you've got left, and we're not. Like mm. I'm getting terrified here because that today, they, if the other teams around us win, you know, they've got a game on us, so then we're right back, you know, rooted to the bottom almost. Then, um, so. In fact, I think we will be rooted to the bottom because Bournemouth and Southampton have still got a game on us there, even Leeds and West Ham and yeah, they all have. So again, that's a that's a, a you know, we're like a game behind almost because that's that should have been like a winnable game just to keep us in the mix if the other teams mm. win their next game. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's it's a worrying situation. Um you know, we've we've got um I think we've got Brentford next at home next week. Um Shane do you, do you see us getting anything out of that? Uh, it was the one that I thought was least likely out of the forest and the villa yeah. game sort of thing up and the run up before we start playing Chelsea and Tottenham and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hope so. Mm. We're going to need it. Again, it's just going to be another one that we, we need before we go into those big games. Um, but it'll probably be in Everton fashion that we lose that or draw that game and then we go yeah. and beat Chelsea and we beat Spurs because, I don't know, it, you just, I don't know, I just fancy us in those games more as well because those teams look more, like, they, they look beatable in the games that they're playing like Chelsea, like the way Chelsea have been and then Spurs up and down consistency wise but yeah um do you say like people are split with it being you know we've got this many games left we'll be fine mm. we get I think it was 
I think I've seen somebody say that if, if we get like 40 points we're safe or whatever, but when you look at that run of fixtures and then there's an international break in between which could again help or break yeah. us sort of thing. Yeah. Um it's I like I said, I don't I can't see us picking up a lot like many points if if any from those games. Yeah. That's just being brutally honest, not not even trying trying to be negative. It's just I just can't see because they where I've said on another podcast where when you used to look at fixtures and you'd be like, okay, well we've got Chelsea and Spurs, so mm. they're not write-off games. You would you don't want to ever say that, but but you your fancy is to beat Brentford and stuff like that. But now yeah. where that team that's down there, that is that team for everyone else. Yeah, pretty much. As, yeah. And it's horrible to say it, but there's not yeah. there's not games or there's not fixtures anymore that we can look at and go. That's definitely three points. Because yeah. look at today, I, I thought we would have won that game before it, and then we can't hold on to the lead when we're in front. But yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, I mean, people are saying like, well, a draw is a good result if you talk about that before the game, but that's not how football works. Like you, you would, you're supposed to be able to adapt with the winning mentality that you should have. You know, to say, okay, well, this is actually um, the plan's not gone smoothly, but we can still bounce back from this on the fly in the game. Just like what remember that game we we touched on um, Ancelotti playing against Spurs and it ended like five five whatever. Can you see how both teams had that mentality to just keep bouncing back when something didn't go their way? That's what you've got or you should have. And and today we we didn't seem to have that and we haven't had that for a long time actually. So Lee, I'm the same as Shane, mate. I'm doom and gloomy looking at them fixtures there because I don't know how we're gonna win. Do you know what I mean? Well, just touching on the Brentford game, I think this this point today becomes a very good point if we beat Brentford. Okay. Because four yeah. points out of them two games, I think most fans would have took that. Mm. But I think the only way we beat Brentford is if we're in the face for the full 90 minutes. Because they're going to try and do that to us. We need to match them. We need to literally just get stuck in from the first minute. And I'm yeah. not talking two-footed stu- two challenges flying in but just just aggressive but on the line aggressive yeah and just make it horrible for them make goodson hostile mm. and just get on top of them and suffocate them basically yeah because i don't think we'll be able to play through them i mean i don't think we're capable of playing through many teams anyway to be fair no. but it's going to be I think it's, yeah i think it's going to be one of them games where it's just grind them down suffocate them and just wear them out, and then hopefully get a like a second half goal or something. I'd be yeah. surprised if we like. Well, we're not going to steamroll anyone from now till the end of the season, so <laughs> I can't see it. But I'm still positive in it in some senses because mm-hmm. what I seen today was, although very frustrating to lose the lead twice. Yeah. But when you look at their home record and the teams that have won there. There aren't many teams that have beat them. So, yeah. I mean, you've got, I've, at the end of the day, we've got to look at the positives because if not, we're all just going to be going fucking crazy. Yeah, Simple true. as that. I'm already at that um, point, mate. I'm, I'm a yeah. I, to be honest, I was after the Arsenal game, even though I expected Arsenal to do that to us at Goodison. Yeah. As well as doing it at the Emirates, and mm-hmm. they didn't. We beat them yeah. at Goodison. But, I've, I've seen enough there today that, especially if he, 
I think Gray up front against certain teams is a good ploy because mm-hmm. he is quick and he'll stretch defences. But I just think, as I said to you before, it should have been changed up with 20 minutes to go, bring on the big target man, just to slow the play down a bit, let him hold the ball up a bit. Yeah. But I think if he if he'd have got his substitutions right today, we probably could have came away with with, with three points. Yeah. Or if he out individual mistakes. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm just irrational. I think when it comes to for Everton, like we we like like these things, like especially with like the Arsenal game, and like you know it's put to you like, well, you'd have took from the Arsenal Liverpool game, you'd have took three points out of them two games. It's like yeah, okay. Mm. But then when you're watching the games, it's just like I'm so irrational with it. Where I'm just like, well, no, we should should have like I can get. I I'm not a positive person. I'm a, I'm a pessimist <laughs> rather than an optimist. So I think that's why. It's just that I'm just like, well, no, we should have won that game. Like it can't be like they passed. But I understand where what Lee's <laughs> saying and how other people would see it that way. Because yeah. all, all I see in my head now is like the only positive that we've got going for us now is that between, I think, from the bottom of the table up until I think it's 12th, there's like three or four points between the teams. Yeah. But then it's like you say, they've got that game in hand and then it's like... Yeah. If they it's if not, the it's win, not a... it'll become six points then where we, you know, we've lost at that little Yeah. Gap. And then it's not no. only looking at the fixtures and, and can we win them games, it then goes into, you know, can we, can we score the goals to win them games? I've mm. got that or... Can we keep these clean sheets or the defending? Which we, I mean, apart from today, I mean, how often does he Everton score two goals in a game? I mean, lately, anyway. Well, um, last time we scored more than one goal in a game was back in October, and that was thirteen games ago. The last time we scored two goals in the first half of a game was back in last May, last season. So, I think they were our first away goals uh, this calendar year as well. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, first away goal since City, weren't it? Yeah, which was New Year's Eve, was it? Yeah, which in me so, it doesn't seem that long ago, but then I can't believe it's March already. So, <laughs> no. yeah, it's um... well, next week. Yeah, next weekend's quite big because I'm sure didn't you put in the chat, John, that um, Bournemouth play Liverpool and Southampton play United. Yeah, I expect United are going to be absolutely fuming. After their result today, yeah, makes Evans two 0 loss at Anfield look like look <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> so hopefully, if we do get the three points against Brentford, and we we and them two teams get beat, at least that game in hand they've got on us becomes irrelevant. Even if they win that game in hand, they can't go ahead of us. Yeah, unless they score about fifteen goals. Yeah. See, I, I said like the other day, if we if we fail you to be Forest, I I think it's game over. But I think like you know, what one more win? If we, I think the Brentford game is it. To be honest with you, if we if we fail to get three points there, I I don't see us catching up like because we just haven't got enough in the tank in terms of talent and you know goals and stuff um to to catch up like you know. As you say, the the other teams have already got a game on us at the moment, like so we're we're already in a bad situation. Um there is another staff for you as well. after, after twenty five games last season, Burnley had a better record than what we do now and they went down. Um they also lost less games than us as well at this point. So I am terrified, I'll be honest. I think um 
you know. Burnley made the biggest mistake ever, though, didn't he? Shouldn't have sacked Sean Dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know if he can save us at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think we'll leave that there then before I end up being way too negative and, you know, <laughs> depressing everyone. So, um, yeah, Lee, Shane, thank you for joining me. It's, I know it's tough. It's, it is getting harder every single week, to be fair. So, God help us if we lose to Brentford. Like, um, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be on the bleach. Like, but yeah. Anyway, thanks so much again, boys, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Right, lads. I just want to bend your ear for a wee second here. Do you remember a certain Turkish centre forward that played for Everton? Remember the training photos through the week you would see and it was just like hair and scalp and people used to be like, Jesus, look at that. Well, they see your three-pronged attack. See if you don't look after it. That's basically what it looks like. Not very nice. <laughs> but um, that's why over at Manscaped, we have the performance package. Now, guys, this is the real deal. I'm not even joking. This thing just can get in everywhere it really really can and it does not leave chafing have you ever messed about and used hair removal cream or you've used a premium razor thinking this will be great and then it feels like you get sandpaper in the inside of your thighs and elsewhere for the rest of the week well this thing eliminates that i'm not even joking it feels so smooth after the cut and even on the grow back it does not wreck you um i've also got the crop reviver which can give your balls basically a fantastic boost. And as you walk around all day, it's it feels great. That's the best way to put it. Um, also, the crop preserver straight after a cut, and I tell you, it just feels good, settles everything down, and just gives you that musky man smell, you know, so you can just feel confident beating around all day with your nice shaven Tommy Gravis and Lee Carsley combo. So guys, if you order from Manscaped, you can use our code EAW20 and you can get 20% off your order and free postage worldwide. So please, once again, listen in if you'd like to support the podcast. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Aren't We podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family, and maybe even Evertonians you just meet in the street. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching EAW Podcast. And if you've anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at the EAWPodcast at gmail.com.